Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Born to Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Marsha Waiteka. Conversations plus connections equals community. Those are my three C's. The heart of my show is what's your story? It's my belief we all have stories. Some are similar, others are uniquely different. Storytelling brings the passions of my guests to life through our conversations. So be prepared to be entertained, informed, and inspired. Welcome to today's show. Hello, everybody, and thank you once again for joining me on another episode of the Born to Talk radio show. And joining me today, sometimes I know my guests ahead of time because I know them, sometimes I don't. In this case, I really do know my guests today, and I'm really delighted to have Glenn and Kristen Jimenez joining me on the show today. Welcome, you guys. Hi, Marcia. Hi, Marcia. How are you? It's I'm great. It's Monday. I'm so happy, and I'm so happy that you're joining me. And not only are we going to be talking about your business, Glenn's Designs, but we're also going to be talking about something that we do together, which is being Rotarians of the Playa Venice Sunrise Rotary. And we will also be speaking to that because, man, that is equally exciting. But we're going to start um, at the beginning. As I, I, I heard myself starting to sing the Do Re Mi song by Let's Start at the Very Beginning, a very good place to start. <laughs> but I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to sing. There's always a jukebox going on up there. So I thought what we could do, Glenn, and to you, Kristen, I'm really, there's a lot of noise up there. I thought what we could do is let's let's get to know you. Oh, gosh, that's another song, but never mind. All right. <laughs> really, I could, just, I could just start a sentence and then go into why that's another song, but we're, I'm going to try and, and, and hold my enthusiasm there and t- talk about why we're doing this together, which is we're talking about your business. But before we do... I always like to start the show with hearing something about my guests because I suspect that I'm going to learn some things about both of you that perhaps I didn't already know. So, Glenn, I'm going to hold it over, take it over to you, my friend, and please just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, sure. Well, thank you so much, Marsha, and I really appreciate, we both appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. Uh, Absolutely love your your energy and and charisma oh. and and also just wanted to um uh, give you a congratulations for your adopting your miss kitty your, your oh. cat we were talking earlier about that oh and, yeah uh, they're absolutely Thank do- adorable <laughs> and you have that a was podcast a big deal Glenn. Up, right yeah. pardon me oh i said and you and you also have a podcast anniversary coming up right? i do i do in april Yes, it yes, it's been it's been quite an a, a wonderful journey and that's very gracious of you to mention that. Thank you. That just speaks to who you are as a person. All right, Glenn. Well, take it that's away. It's quite an accomplishment. Oh. Um so, <laughs> so yeah, I uh, I went to uh San Jose State. I got my degree in graphic design. I think I'm one of the few people that actually is following their career what they got a degree in. Uh and uh, that's been something that's been a, a, a lifelong passion of mine. Um, I got started doing graphic design because I really wanted to do something that I enjoyed doing 
And also what I found is that doing design work really allowed me to learn a lot about other people and other businesses and, and how to contribute to that. So it's, it's been uh, just a lifelong uh, passion of mine to help um, with other people and help them really kind of articulate their thoughts, their messages, and put it together into a way that keeps people's attention. That's amazing at that. <laughs> Oh, you, you know, I, I, and I and I would agree, but as as the co-founder of this business, um, you also bring a lot to the table. And Kristen, uh, why don't you tell us, you know, a little bit about yourself? Um, because I kind of know um, the San Jose connection, I believe. But you go ahead and tell us, all right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I grew up in Monterey Bay, beautiful Monterey Bay, and, and now I live in a city that's a, a larger version of it by the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, went to San Jose State. Um, Glenn and I actually went there at the same time but didn't know each other yet. We, we stood up in the same ceremony. And hmm. um, after that, I worked in corporate America for many, many years. Um, my background is in telecom expense management and what that means is to save companies money on their telecom expenses by finding contractual errors or billing errors and um, getting refunds in hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, and so in doing that, I, I yeah. built my business acumen by learning to read contracts and negotiating with vendors and, um, you know, being able to speak to all levels of, of management as well as end users like like uh, the employees, which I consider my clients. So yeah, it really looks out for us. Yeah. Nice. So I took all of that that I learned from corporate America and brought it to our business class designs about ten years ago. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And so and, and, and also Kristen yes. isn't um, she has a really good eye with it comes to design and uh, she's probably well definitely the first person that was outside of, of other designers that I really felt like she, she took an interest in, in what I was doing and was able to give me feedback and, and see things from an outside perspective. Mm-hmm. So it really is, um, you know, much more than, than her just contributing when it comes to the business part of it, but also as, as another uh, creative eye and being able to, to see things. And it's really has been absolutely exceptional. It's great. (laughs) And I know we talked about this off the air, but, you know, I have this whole three C's for my business, conversations plus connections equals community. My son also went to San Jose State, and actually he, he followed his dreams there as well and had a good experience um, at San Jose State as well. It's 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 interesting how there's so many crossovers. The more we all speak to each other, I think that's the definition of humankind anyway. I think the more we speak with one another, mm-hmm. whether you're standing outside talking to somebody and their dog, and then you realize, oh my gosh, you know, I know it, it, it's it happens. It happens in my world daily, and I and I love that. Mm-hmm. So speaking about meeting, just, just exactly, Kristen, how did you and Glenn meet? Well, um, oh, there's a there's a giggle there. (laughs) (laughs) I used to work for a company called Disco Systems, a little company you know have heard about. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had a coworker 
talked me into taking a Taekwondo class after work um, because we had fitness facilities uh, on campus. I'm like, sure, why not? And um, when I went to class, Glenn was one of the instructors. And I just thought he was so cute. (laughs) Oh, he is. You are right. Uh, (laughs) uh, The dimple face. Um, Yes. (laughs) And so I was was already pretty fit. I was doing a a five-day-a-week morning boot camp class. And Mm -hmm. I just, I think I got his attention because I was a really good student and Mm -hmm. I was super fit. That's one. Um, And Mm. so that's that's how we met in in Taekwondo Mm. class. Yeah. That's, I that's was, so um, cool. Yeah, I was helping a friend who opened a studio, and he had his own studio, plus he was uh, providing adult taekwondo classes to a lot of local businesses and needed help in, in this one class over at Cisco. And so I offered to help him after work, I think two or three times a week. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that was it was a lot of fun. I, I, started, I learned a lot. I started with once a week, and like, oh, well, if he's continuing to teach, I'm going to take it twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, forget the class. I'm going to see Glenn. <laughs> I wonder how many. Oh, she's really wonder... good. She was a, oh, God. She was a great that's so funny. <laughs> that's, that's, that's great. Well, um, that I, I don't know how many of our Rotarian friends knew that about you, but I think that's pretty cool. So let's, <laughs> let's talk, let's talk about the business. So, um, what you know, you you mentioned that really this this started for you way back in college. But what inspired you or influenced you, Glenn, to get even into the design world? Yeah, I think that what got me into into it um, when I was initially wanted to get into marine biology, and uh, so I, I love science. I love uh, learning about. Uh, especially um, oceanography and, and science in general has always been a fascination of mine. Uh, soon found out, though, there's a lot of math involved, and somehow statistics <laughs> and me just did not get along <laughs> as much as I tried. It was, uh, yeah, that was a whole other story. Uh, so mm-hmm. one day I was at a bookstore looking through books, trying to decide on what I want to do with the rest of my life, which is a pretty big question to ask anybody. And I saw a book called How to Draw Marvel Comic Book Heroes. And, and I thought, you know, if I art, I love art. And, and if I can make a career at it, um, that would be great. So to, to kind of prove to myself that this is something I can do, I bought the book. And every day uh, I would I'd go through it and go through all the lessons. And uh, I had a girlfriend at the time. This was in um, – right after high school and she worked at a mall and I went down to the food court. And so uh, every day I would, I would be down there studying and, and uh, practicing and drawing. And, and I got through the whole book and I, I did a pretty decent job drawing uh, Marvel characters. And even though I didn't go into illustration, it was enough to convince myself that, okay, I'm going to look into this. And at the time it was called the graphic arts or sorry, it's called um, commercial art. And so there was illustration and there was design. And so I started taking all those different classes, those core classes, and I did really well in the design part of it and understanding typography, compositions, layout, all those different uh, principles. And so that's what really got me in that direction. Mm-hmm. And I would say the, the other part of it is just, and I mentioned this earlier, that one of the things I absolutely love about design is that I'm always learning and I'm always learning about other other businesses and and whoever you design for you need to immerse yourself in that 
and understand it from their point of view and really empathize with what their challenges are. And so being able to bridge that gap between the uh, the functional and the aesthetic is what's the, the beauty of, of really good graphic design. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, um, it's interesting. <laughs> Back in the old days, when schools, when I was in high school and there were all of these elective classes, those kinds of classes were offered to students, everything from the, the, the drawing to the drafting to woodworking to all kinds of things, mm-hmm. home ec classes, all of those things. You know, those have all gone by the wayside pre-pandemic. Pre, um, and, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. people my age found their careers because of something exactly like what you're just describing. Maybe they really didn't like math. My brother's an art teacher. He didn't like math either. But his love of, <laughs> of art started in his high school class. And and that's, yeah. that's, you know, what. oh, my gosh, you know what? My brother went to San Jose State, too. Holy cow, I forgot that. Oh, wow. All right, yeah. never mind. That, that, that's just, that just, that was a, that just like the music. That just popped in. All right, so um, that's, that's really, that's very interesting about what you said. And I, um. I like that, and that's sort of so. Is that so? With that background in mind, Glenn, is that sort of what was the um, the origin of your story, and and why you why you started your own design company? Yeah, I um, you know, I think the other thing is that to, ever since I was a kid, I would I would alter my toys, I would um, paint them, I would take them apart, I would just uh, I. I always had this fascination about how things are made and trying to make the world make sense for myself. And, and I think those two things really are at the, the core of, of when I, when I work with my clients, when I understand them and, and in the process of me making sense of, of things for myself, I found that other, it helps other people understand things too. So I'm able to take like big concepts and ideas and organize it and kind of synthesize it in a way that makes it easy for other people to understand because it's just something I innately have done ever since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Were you a Lego you kid? Touch everything. <laughs> <laughs> touch <Yeah>. everything. Were, <laughs> were, Glenn, were you a Lego COVID. kid? <laughs> oh yeah, I had Legos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all, funny. all that stuff and rector sets. I think can make oh, yes. kind of dirt and panel. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But, you know what? I think um, Glenn had mentioned earlier that I have a, an eye for design. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, oh, yeah. But as a child myself, I would do a lot of art projects. So I would make uh, cards, thank you cards, and Christmas mm-hmm. cards, and birthday cards for all of our families and friends. Um, I make it out of construction paper. Um, I used to do the paint by numbers, which that's not really that creative. You just stick paint in the, where the number is. But sure. uh, I used to mm-hmm. do a lot of creative projects when I was younger. So yeah. um, it was encouraged. You know, I had nice handwriting. So And still do. And you still do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and you do this hard. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I know we're going to talk about rotary and, oh, my God, you know, talk about creative. <laughs> um I, I, I wish that everybody listening here could could see how you guys show up sometimes to our Zoom calls and your creative <laughs> mannerisms. Oh, my God, the day your face was all green, it was like, I'm never going to forget that one. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was so, That's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> live appearance. 
Oh, my goodness, truly. So I want to let people know, as as they're listening to our conversation, that uh, you're very easy to find. Um, your, your website is, is beautifully orchestrated, and it's Glenn's. And, and what's important, and I always spell, because because maybe somebody would spell Glenn differently than the way you spell it. So I'm spelling mm-hmm. it. So it's Glenn's Designs, and that's plurals in both places. But the Glenn is G-L-E-N-N-S-D-E-S-I-G-N-S. So it's Glenn's with two N's, glennsdesigns.com. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be able yeah, to see this, this smiling face here. Um Mm-hmm. With a crystal, is that necklace with that? Does that have a crystal on it? It does, doesn't it? You look yeah, so cool. Yeah, you know it's funny. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I got that in Venice, just kind of on a on a fluke, and it's always just kind of stuck with me. And you know, I like it. <laughs> I do too. It's it's really funny about things like that. I, I mean, I really did notice that because I actually have earrings that have crystals, and then depending upon mm-hmm. everybody's own whatever in their own personal life, their mindfulness, their spirituality, their yoga life, whatever, however, you know, mm-hmm. crystals means a lot to some people. So I, I'm definitely seeing yours. You, we, you yeah, talk I, um, about what? No, I, no, go ahead. No, no, I want, you were about to say something about the crystals, I think. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't get too heavily involved in, in, in crystals and philosophy. And I have a lot of friends that, that, that are, but I mm-hmm. think, you know, anything that has um, some type of importance to it, whether how, how deep you go into that um, is just, it, it's, it's a good to have, have those kind of things that remind you or fixate you on, on a specific time or something that you remember. And mm-hmm. I think that's what that was, you know, for me, I, I, I got it when I was, it was a happy time in my, in my life. And it's just always stuck with me. So that was, yeah. It's, it's very interesting what the visual, and we're going to talk about this visual storytelling. I happen to be a very visual person and I, whether I'm outside and I, and I'm looking up at the sky and I'm going, I'm looking at a blue sky and I'm facing East and it's like, how come the moon's up right now? And it's like, how many other people would have noticed that? I, I do. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm taken by the visual, whether it's things in my house or whatever. I, 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 I'm visual, and we're going to talk about it. But I thought, um, you know, you, your, your website has a wow factor punch, which I really love. And I thought maybe we could talk about, you know, some of the things that your company does and also some of the things that some of us wouldn't even know what what those what those things mean. I mean like you know, like visual storytelling. I don't know what that you know, I there's probably people that don't understand what that means. So could you kind of walk us through some of the things um that you do, your your presentation deck designs and why all of these things are just so important in what you do. I would love to hear about it. Sure, absolutely. Well I think I think a good place to start is, is uh our mission statement. Would oh you okay. Like to, uh, yeah, why don't you know, Kristen, why don't you share that, that with us? That would be a great place to go. <laughs> sure. Um so our it's our mission to create a more emotionally connected world through visual visually impactful storytelling to help the influencers create their greatest impact. And so what that means is that 
we want to help those who want to change the world make their message more powerful by using imagery. And in turn, that inspires their audiences to want to help them and mm -hmm. to make those changes in the world. And as a result, we all become more connected. Yeah. Absolutely. Each other and, with, and, and with the world at large. Yeah. That's yeah. And, and, and that's why we do what we do, what I do, what I do. And it, it all connects back to our, our mission to help make a, a more empathetically connected world. So when I design presentations, it's really to help those that want to inspire and make the world a better place. And so, you know, we're, we're all in a very distracted world now. And to ask for people's attention, whether it's five minutes or 20 minutes or a half an hour, is asking a lot. We have cell phones. We're, you know, we're at home now working from, from home and, and on Zoom calls. And we have all kinds of distractions. So I find that it's really important to make sure that when you're delivering a presentation that there are certain things that are built into it that keep and maintain people's attention so that your message isn't lost. And so I, I take that very seriously. And so I, I call it the wow factor, and, and there's several different things that, that are involved in, in really being able to do it. And the first part really comes from understanding what the message is, making sure that the message itself and what the person is talking about, what the presenter is talking about, is clear and concise and easy to understand. So it goes back to story structure. It goes back to having a really good introduction or really getting people's attention. You know, you have your exposition and then you have your, your problem and that you're trying to solve and your solution and then you have a resolution. So these are elements in storytelling that I try to make sure is incorporated and baked in even from the beginning of a presentation. And then the visual part of it comes in after that is established, I create the visuals that help support what that message is. And so all of these things are elements that are important to get across so that your audience is continuing to have, their, have your attention and always want to know what's, what's next and what's coming up. And uh, in, in a presentation, they tend to get bogged down with too much information on the slide or you don't know kind of where they're going or they're meandering. Mm -hmm. uh, or they read you. Oh, they have yeah, to read to you. Right, exactly. So, so there's all kinds of things that I really try to um, distill down and, and avoid in the presentation, really make sure that, that it holds uh, people's attention. Right, because mm -hmm. I think uh, people retain 80% of what they see. Is that mm -hmm. correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, visuals are very important. Yeah, it, who, that's 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 really interesting. I I I, I like what you've said about that and. You know, you know how sometimes you you hear about just people that maybe have a small vision of a small business business. I'm sorry, or they're just not mm -hmm. even having a business at all, but they're just trying to orchestrate their lives. And a lot of people have done this pivoting, as we talk about every week, of doing that. And you hear people talk about vision boards. Do do you subscribe to a vision board? Do you think vision boards are even a good idea just for the individual, maybe not somebody that's, you know, starting their own business? Oh, yeah. I, mean, I think the vision boards and, and there's many different forms of uh, what, what those look like. I mean, you can you can have vision boards on your walls where you're, you're printing out stuff or writing things out. You can have uh, like a Pinterest account. I do. I create a, a pretty much a Pinterest account or a Pinterest board for every uh, client that I work with because it really allows us to be able to pull things together and share uh, different different visuals. But in, in general, I think vision boards 
rewards are great for not only helping you develop your your business, but also to help you develop yourself as an individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm a big proponent of personal growth development for, for many, many years, mm-hmm. and I continue to, to grow and learn. And I've even come up with my own program called the Delta Program, which helps people find mm-hmm. focus and clarity in their own life. And it has taken many, many forms over the years. And what I found is most recently applying those principles to uh, creating uh, branding, whether it be personal branding or business branding or both. And so it's, uh, yeah, vision boards are, are I think, are a, a huge part of that, being able to, to visualize and, you know, see, see what it is mm-hmm. you want. And we were asked to create vision boards when we did our um, photography, when we had our professional um, business photos taken. We right. had to put together vision create boards, our own. Yeah. create our own, so that nice. our photographer can see the colors that, that uh, we loved, what our personality was like, so she could pull all of that out of there and and display it visually in our photos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's interesting that you say that. And I think that, I presume that you think that this is pretty important, right, to be able to be able to present yourself, like you said, if you've only got a few seconds to grab somebody's attention, you know, um, mm-hmm. you 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 want it. You want it to be memorable. You don't want to. You don't want to be 20 minutes into whatever you're saying, and when you're actually saying, you know, we used to have a, a joke in my house that we used to say, "Get to the point, Helen." You know, what what's the point? <laughs> you know, do do we do you know what the point is? Because if you don't know what the point is, then frankly, you're going to lose us as your customer. Because now we're not going to know what the point is either, so um, mm-hmm. I can see where that storytelling um, is 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 really important. Uh, when you when you um, when you when you were a student and you were, I mean, it sounds to me like you you've been you've been sort of the same person from day one. Glenn, I mean, from back in the days when you would take things mm-hmm. apart and put them back together and mm-hmm. understand design and like it and do all of those things, mm-hmm. that that you didn't have to be pushed into that direction. It sounds like that was something that you that you always really loved. Maybe everybody doesn't yeah. start out that way, but if somebody that's listening to our show right now or has um, a kid that that that's maybe in college thinking about design, wh- what advice? Mm-hmm would you give to students that were going into the design field today? Hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I, I think about that often because in just in looking at how the design um, has changed over the years, the, having a career in design, there's so many things that are uh, that have, that have changed what what the actual uh, need is and the perceived value of design and a lot of things have been in in a way from a perception point of view point of view devalued um, but design is in, incredibly important and I think that as a student one of the probably a couple of really important things is one and no matter what degree you go into have a really good work ethic a really good process, understanding of workflow, understanding organization, uh, and understanding time management. Uh, those type of things, regardless of what you go into, and especially in design, uh, it, it's very important because, um, you know, in design, it is a, a mixture of 
very hardcore facts and understanding business and you have deadlines and you have budgets and you have all these very specific things. And then on the flip side of that, you have the creative part of it, the very, the softer part of it, the essential part of it, but you have to be able to balance the two. So when you have really good time management skills, and this is what I've realized over you know years and years of developing it, is that I'm able to kind of create this like bubble around my life. And so everything is fairly very regimented out and my time, mm-hmm. and time management. And then I also have time where I know is my creative time. So about two to three hours of each project I spend in that area where it is a little more free flow and open because creativity is one of those things where you don't know exactly how long it's going to take. Sometimes it takes less time. Sometimes it takes three times as long as we thought. And so, you know, having those skills uh, um, from from the beginning, from when you're a student, time management skills, workflow uh, is really important. And I think the other part of that is understanding what the market needs. Uh, I'm continually learning and educating myself. And just recently, I'm, I've started taking classes in UI UX design. That's a user interface, user experience. And it's fascinating, and it's very much a part of what I do. Uh, but it, it focuses on what's called the design uh, process and understanding from the user point of view uh, what what the experience is like. And so that is something that's big in the market right now. And and I think when you're looking at a degree in design, look at what the market is asking for and make sure that you're aligning yourself, you know, with, with what the demand is. That's mm-hmm. that's really important. Yeah, I would think so. So Kristen, we're all we're all at home. Mm-hmm. And um, so many people are working from home now. So as a couple that is in the same business, the same your business together, how is it going for the two of you? What's it like? Kind of take us through the, the day in the life of the Jimenez family. How, how, how do you all schedule your time, work together, and make this function when in the past you would have you know, gone to an office? We've actually been working together for many, many years, um, probably about five years now. Mm-hmm. Um, my Even my corporate jobs in the past, uh, my last job, it was um, purely 100% remote. The company was in San Diego and then and then moved to Texas. So I didn't go into an office for a long time. So we've had to, we had to modify the space so that, um, so that it, it worked for both of us. Um, so, changing from, you know, COVID times really wasn't a shift mm-hmm. for us. However, um, over the years, we've, we've built really good systems um, and we're constantly improving them. So communication is key. It's mm-hmm. very important to yeah. communicate to each other like, hey, I have this project that I really need to focus on. If you could, you know, um, you know give me that time and then we can meet afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when we started working together, um, we would have daily meetings and talk about our to-dos. We would talk about um, the yes. clients. I was going to say our wall of wins. Oh, yes. And, and our lessons learned. Yes. <laughs> we had, so um, I think, was it daily? Or I weekly? did the daily for a while, yeah. Yeah, we, we listed things that were wins. Mm-hmm. No what, matter what how, did we do how well? Um, right. What did we do well? And then we had a lessons learned, like what happened this week, what happened last week or yesterday, that we could learn from, mm-hmm. and how can we improve so that 
um, we don't make those mistakes again. But they're not mistakes. They're, not they're mistakes. lessons. <laughs> like, you either win or you learn. That's Just right. Losing. So, um, yeah, so, so it's a learning process and we're, and we're always looking to improve um, our business, our systems, our processes, how we communicate. Mm-hmm. It's a growth mindset. Mm-hmm. It's really important. Like, right. Do you, do you, do you, there's more than just two of you though in the business, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We work with a lot of uh, contractors. Uh, it depends on the scope of the project, you know, how big it is and who we bring in. We, we'll bring in writers, we'll bring in coders, we'll bring in photographers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you name it. It's 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 pretty, it's pretty extensive. Mhm. I can imagine. So, it's funny because um, I'm I'm I have your website up in front of me, and you know. A one sheeter means something to me differently than it would mean to somebody that isn't in this line of work that I'm you know look at me i'm I'm out there I'm speaking you know my immediate mm-hmm. kit all of those things um are important, and whether you're a podcaster, whether you're you know whatever it is that you might be doing, marketing people will always talk to you about those kinds of things so that you can get yourself out there and there's so much social media availability today you want to you know you want to get the most bang for your buck and sometimes you know we don't always do it in the best way possible and i'm sure that that's where you guys come in and say you know i've kind of looked over your your portfolio here and and i've got some suggestions perhaps you know we we should spend some time talking about it i could see where people listening i mean i'm just looking at the you know at the companies that you have um aligned yourself with and obviously it's it's huge and I think that that's terrific for people today because maybe people for the first time have decided, you know what, I'm going to go out on my own. I, I'm going to I'm going to leave what I'm currently doing and I'm going to move and to, into doing something else. And and that's where you come in and you can help that client be successful doing that. And I think that's that's really cool. I I'm just saying. Yeah. But well, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and besides working together in Glenn's Designs, which you do cooperatively, then you've got this other whole side of you guys that um, is Rotary. And I, I think I, is it tr- I think you've been in Rotary for over seven years. Is that right, Kristen? Yes, that's I think so. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And have, is that Rotary with the Playa Venice Sunrise, or were you in a Rotary prior to Playa Venice? No, just uh, Playa Venice. Yep. Yeah. Okay, and me as well. Um, you you guys have um, quite a bit of seniority over me. I haven't been in nearly as long as you have, <laughs> but um, that, but we're not. No, who's, nobody's keeping score. I, I'm just saying that you you are really you have you've done so much for this club, and a lot of people don't even know what Rotary is all about. I mean, they've they've heard of it. They know it's an international club, but they. They don't really know anything about, you know, service above self and some of the remarkable things. Yeah. When we when we when we just had that Zoom call last week on our Rotary because we now we meet on Zoom on Wednesday mornings and frankly anybody's welcome to join us. We'd love to have you. Um, and recognizing yeah. that we have eradicated this organization, polio, it's mind-boggling mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's and and the 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 efforts towards 
um, eradicating human trafficking and some of the major things that mm-hmm. Rotary takes on as a large global organization, not to mention what we do for our local our local communities. And I thought we could spend um, some time really talking about what it means to both of you. Uh, I know you both have opinions about this, so I don't care who goes first, but I would like to know how you both feel about your experience in our Rotary Club. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Rotary is an amazing organization. I think when I, when I first heard about it, I had no idea what it was. I, I, I thought it was some type of like knitting circle or something. It was just like, <laughs> it, it, they don't, they don't have the best branding. They've gotten much better over the years. Um, our, our, um, our experience, especially, you know, I, I may be a little biased, but I have to say our club is absolutely amazing. We we have so many exceptional people in our club and, and Rotary in general. But but I have to say, though, that um, time and time again, the, the people that step up in, in, our, in our club and in our group and, and just really put their heart and soul and, and, in, and in general, people that are involved in Rotary are people that honestly and truly – uh, lead with our heart and that want to give back, that want to help make the world a better place. Uh, the organization is helps in so many different levels. I always tell people if you want to help the community, you want to get involved and don't know where to go or where to start, join Rotary because mm-hmm. they will they'll point you in the right direction. Every club has different things that they're involved in, depending on, on their involvement in the community and what the community's needs are. And that also addresses both locally and uh, abroad. And so that it's, uh, there's no shortage of ways that you can help, help others help on, on, uh, you know, small projects, helping big projects. Um, like you said, you know, they're, they're addressing the big, the big problems like uh, polio and, and uh, sex trafficking, and, and fighting that, and uh, and even even some of the the smaller stuff where we're just we're out there and we're, and we're helping serve the community and you know it's food distribution or it's getting prescription uh, glasses to to students um, or or helping uh, teachers uh, providing them with supplies and I mean there's just it just the list just goes on and on and that, and that's just our club. <laughs> right. And, well, I, I think our club is unique, and yes, I'm a little biased as well. Um, I think our club, though, does a lot of projects. Yeah. Um, I've been to other Rotary clubs where there's one major project for the entire year, and they want 100% participation in that one that one project. Whereas Which is we still great. Have, yeah, it's great. <laughs> we but love we them have, all. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we I think we when we were still meeting live, we had anywhere from thirty five to forty projects a year, and so um, and we don't expect the club doesn't expect one hundred percent participation for every single project. It's what right. are you interested in? What kinds of ways do you want to give back to the community? And so you could pick and choose which which project spoke to you. Mm-hmm. And so that's, I, I think, think that's, and also, yeah, also, um, I think Playa Venice Rotary is more boots on the ground. They do a lot more of those projects. And I think that's what spoke to us is because they had so many projects that we, um, we wanted to be hands-on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even during COVID, we've been able to pivot. And uh, I think we were, 
if not the first, one of the first clubs in our district to be online. Like we got on Zoom early in March mm-hmm. or mid late March. Um, right. And and that really spoke to the to the spirit of the club. We were just mm-hmm. able to like do what we had to do to to pivot and mm-hmm. and uh, keep you know keep the mechanism of, of helping others going. I would say also because I can speak to this as well. Because our our club, Playa Venice Rotary, I see I always do that, Playa Venice Sunrise Rotary, because we are a, <laughs> a morning club, we, we meet it. Our club runs from 8 to 9, and we, we can get into our Zoom call as early as 7.30 prior to business beginning at, at um, 8 o'clock. And Jerry Jen is currently our president. Um, it's not... Hey. Yay for Jerry, but yay for everybody else, because at any given Mm -hmm. time and any given Wednesday, we've got two to three screens of Zoom. We can have 33, Mm -hmm. 34, 35 people on that Zoom call, and you had mentioned lenses like Vision to Learn, the Boys and Girls Mm -hmm. Club, uh, mm-hmm. uh, all of these different organizations that you know that we that our members are involved in um, uh, Mar Vista Child Center. All of these different, mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's it's remarkable. And then the outreach when we had some Otis people from the Otis Art, and then how that took us to uh, build a better a uh, build a better Benin, and then that had brought us Sarah mm-hmm. Chapman, and then we we work on. You know, just the 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 wide range of what you can do, just like feeding every Wednesday at, at the sort of at the at the end of our meeting, we go and we help um, distribute food. And that's not to say that there are aren't organizations that do those things, but there are. We're not the only one in the world doing wonderful things. But I I appreciate right. the fact that there's no guilt associated with it. You give where you can. If you can't, then you don't. And I don't feel judged. Like, well, how come she never goes anywhere? I've never seen her (laughs) at that event. You know, that that isn't the way we operate. That isn't in, that isn't yeah. in keeping with who we are as Rotarians, and at the same time, yeah. because it's international, we are able to see within our club who is within our district and how this is, you know, I mean it's 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 remarkable, and I know I haven't been in Rotary long enough to do some of these international trips, but there there was a lot of international travel that was also um, involved in our club. And we've had some, you know, mm-hmm. some se- sensational leadership. It is so well organized. I don't think most people could imagine how well organized it is. We aren't wondering who's going to be our president next year, Maria Davis, because we already know that. <laughs> and, yay. Right. And, and, and I, I don't think arms are being twisted like, oh, God, do I have to? I, people give so freely. Um, of their time, yeah. their talent, their enthusiasm. I mean, you guys are so nutty that it's like really. I mean, we <laughs> used to have happy hours. We used to do lots of just fun, silly. You know, it, one of the pers- one, one of the reasons that somebody told me that they um, joined Rotary not only for the spirit of giving, but for the spirit of fellowship. You know, when you yeah. sit at oh, a absolutely. table with a group of people. 
and and you realize what all these folks are doing, you know, Sean's story, and I mean, we could just talk about, yeah. you know, person Brady Connell. We we've got some remarkable yeah. people, and I know as I start yeah. throwing out names, it's like that was probably a huge mistake, but I'm just saying <laughs> what comes to, you know, what's coming to my well, how can we not mention Gwen Vuches? You know that there's a yep. there are yep. people that have given so so much to our community and 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 then they bring what their love is you know like the boys and girls club like Tracy and and now you know we got to still fundraise these these organizations still need help and we we need to be there to help them remain successful and vibrant and i don't know i i just think that there is so much to be said about what 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 rotary does and and yeah. you can do as little or as much as you want. If you want to just be a person that says, you know what, I don't really have time, but I do have money, and we, mm-hmm. w- my family yeah. would be happy to make a donation to your foundation. I'm sorry I can't help with some of the other things, but I believe in your cause. And so, you know, yeah. however people want to help, is what the way we want them to help. We don't want to tell people what they need to do. We want to hear what people want to do. Wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you you make a couple of really good points. The uh one of the concerns that anybody who is thinking about volunteering I think is one of the biggest concerns is that feeling like you're overextending yourself or you're not doing enough. And that's one of the great things about uh, our club, and I think Rotary in general, is is that do what you can, mm-hmm. and and you're not going to be judged. It's about what you can do and what you can, um, you know, how you can help. And so I absolutely love that. And, and you mentioned about doing the international trips, too. Uh, we went, gosh, like four years ago to mm-hmm. Colombia? Colombia. Yeah, something like that. Three yeah. or four years ago. Did a mm-hmm. humanitarian trip. Columbia, it, uh, we did water projects, we did um, garden planting. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty cool to see. Oh, and we we actually had an individual person who um, it broke her heart to see how some of these um, families were living, and so she donated money to build a home for them with walls um, and plumbing and that sort of thing. It was pretty amazing to see. It was very moving. Yeah. Uh, was that yeah, Sarah Chapman? Build a better Benin? Or no, that's different. No, no, no. Okay. No, this this was uh they're actually refugee camps that people are living in okay. pretty extreme conditions. Oh, I wow. actually I did a, a a video series on this that's on our YouTube channel. Um if you look up my name, Glenn Humanis on YouTube under the playlist Giving Back uh playlist, there's a few there's a video on there on our Columbia trip. And uh it, it goes pretty detailed. I interviewed some people um, and right. really was able to, to, I think, capture a lot of what that trip was. It was just right. a, one of these once-in-a-lifetime experiences where I highly recommend that anybody, hmm. uh, especially if involved in Rotary, take one of these humanitarian trips. Mm-hmm. To see how right. Rotary has an effect on the world at large. I mean, mm-hmm. most of the projects that were happening were water. Because water is clean drinking water, <sighs> potable water is so important mm-hmm. and um, you know a lot of these families don't have that and they send them to the schools um, to get fed and so when the school uh, didn't have clean drinking water kids were getting sick and then nobody was going to school 
No, and right. Domino effect. right. And so bringing in that, that clean water um, helps bring the kids back to school. So not only were they eating, they were also going there to learn as well. So, mm-hmm. And they would walk, you know, an hour to school. Yeah, in in the mountains. Right. It was yeah. pretty, pretty extreme yeah. terrain. Yeah. Very impactful. It, yeah. You know, it's it's interesting talking about that human humanitarian side of our of, of all Rotary clubs. We're not unique in that. Um, but mm-hmm. also, there's that happy, fun component that I mean, you guys are like always over the top with that stuff, and and oftentimes <laughs> they could be. They could be fundraisers, you know, or they could just mm-hmm. be because, you know, it's the Fourth of July and we're having a parade, or you're, or mm-hmm. because Gwen was so big and Snoopy, we would have these, you know, parades yep. where mm-hmm. Christmas time, you know, you would drive. We, you, I didn't, I wasn't a part of that specifically, but people would drive through our neighborhoods, just bringing some joy, you know. There's so yep. many. Absolutely joyful things, being a pen pal to somebody in a nursing home. You know, there's really no limits to what we can do. But I, I do I do really appreciate what you said, Glenn, about people feeling overextended. And, and, and what did they used to, what was the comment? Ask, if, if you ask a busy person if you want to get something done because busy people seem to be able to do more busy, you know, but uh, I think that we've had some tremendous speakers that have come and, and spoke to us. And, you know, then there's the, whole, there's the whole student side of this, you know, the whole interact, the whole where, where Rotary doesn't just start with adults. We are, we, we are in high schools. I mean, not the way we would have liked to write at this moment, but, but oftentimes on our Zoom calls we'll have young people that, um, are involved in a rotary program at their high school because they they also want to give. Don't you think that that's right. also a, yeah? It's, oh, it's, 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 yeah, it's, they're rotarians in the making. And they already are. I mean, they, they, really, the yeah, they really already. are. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think that the student involvement in, in rotary is is really essential because you want to get a when they're they're in that stage where. Being a part of helping the community is something that's really ingrained in them and who they are, and that's something mm-hmm. that will carry throughout their whole life. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they, uh, getting them when they're when they're younger and and uh, and I think is is it high school? They high school to, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, I yeah. think it's really essential. It gives them perspective, uh, and it's an important thing. Interact, I believe, is what it's called. Back when I was in school, because yeah. I grew up here in the L.A. area. Um, I believe, and I, I might be really wrong about this, but we used to have clubs called the Key Clubs, and I believe that the mm-hmm. Key Clubs were the infancy of Rotaract. Um, I think that Rotary mm-hmm. was was part of the sponsors of the Key Club uh, when I was in high school, and that was you know a gazillion years ago. And so, I mean, Rotary's not new; it's been around a really long time, and it's it's so amazing. You know how how can you not talk about Rob DeCue? and you know he's an he's an Uber yeah. what what is he called he's is he an an Uber athlete an, an endurance athlete I, what he does is unbelievable I yeah. I sometimes can't even okay. classify what he does but it's more than your average triathlon that's for sure 
and he always yeah, does he's, it he's with the intention. Athlete. Pardon me. He's an extreme athlete. I, I think extreme. It's, um, it's not Uber or it's um, Ultraman. Ultra. Ultra. I don't know. It's ultra. <laughs> he's, he's I think just, Uber's he, a car. He's insane. He's ultra. awesome. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think Uber's a car. Never mind. Um, I, you know, it's, I was just saying, it is ultra, and that isn't like, um, never mind, that's beer. Okay, um, but talking about the fact that you guys, you know, are in the same environment together now, what advice would you give um, a couple that um, are working together at home, how, 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 you know, you talk kind of about your daily meetings. Does what other advice would you have? Hmm. Uh, well, I think uh, good I think, communication. Yeah, is key. that's the that's the beginning of everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know what time things are happening and who's going to like. A, you have you each have a conference call at the same time. How's that going to work? Because we shared a, mm-hmm. we shared an office, so we're both in the same space. So um, we tried to do it once, where we had we each had a um, conference call at the same call. time, and that didn't work so well. It was a like very that was a lesson learned. That's so, right. Hey, I have a conference call at ten. Oh, I do too. Okay, so one of us would yeah. take the call someplace else because I mean that's important. So yeah. communicating sure. that and scheduling. Having, having a schedule, we have a shared calendar, and we have our own calendars. Mm-hmm. We do everything on Google Calendar. Highly recommend that. Mm-hmm. Great mm-hmm. to have a, a calendar, and, and we have several sub-calendars. Um, I think, you know, I mentioned earlier, growth mindset. Mm-hmm. We are always growing, growing as a couple and as individuals, mm-hmm. um, supporting each other. Absolutely. We're each other's best friends. That's right. You know, and to the cheerleaders. That's right, and <laughs> we also have fun in the process. So it's always important to to have fun and have that time, and be spontaneous. You don't have to schedule fun, but be spontaneous. <laughs> yeah, right. It makes me laugh every day. Likewise. Well, I know <laughs> it's just pretty funny. Um, you know, there's I have a favorite word, and I think that this word would go right into exactly what you're saying, and that favorite word is balance. And I think that if you, you know, we have all kinds of words that we hear all the time today, uncertainty, you know, clearly that's, we hear that constantly because things are mm-hmm. continuously yeah. changing. Well, nobody could have imagined that we would be where we are right now with the level of uncertainty that we all are living with. And so being able yeah. to balance and being able to, you did, you mentioned the Taekwondo, being able to do something mm-hmm. that allows you to take that deep breath, however that's, however that comes to you, you know, whether it's through a yoga practice, whether it's through some app that take, takes you through some meditation, you know, there needs mm-hmm. to be some, there needs to be some me time, with some us time, and uh, I yeah, think absolutely. that that's that's really really important because when you have both of those in balance then that that us time allows you to bring the two me's together and and i think that that's that's the result that's a formula for success but in the few minutes that we have left because i knew that this would go very quickly for us (laughs) i I would love to really well you know something there is a trust level here uh we both 
we we both know what the reason for you joining me today was which is to share your story and and I would like to think that you feel that you've done that and well, thank you. I, I thank would you be, for having me. really but in the, in the few minutes that we have left I would love to know what you guys do for fun other than put green paint all over your face Glenn no what 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 do you what <laughs> I'm never going to forget that what do you what do you like to do for fun well, that that is a part of it, though. We like to dress oh, up. To and, dress up. You know. Well, here's the thing. It's kind of funny because, you know, at the beginning of last year, I, I decided I'm going to take improv because that's going to help mm-hmm. me in other areas of my life. And then I realized I part of uh, improv is, the main thing of improv is yes and. So when someone says something, you say yes and, and you add to it. Yep. Well, I realized that I do that already. Um, Glenn will dress up and there was, we had our first, I think it was one of our first happy hours for Rotary. I think it was the first online, the the first first online online happy hour. And Mm -hmm. Glenn dressed up as, he dressed up as Clint. (laughs) I just started talking in his voice and I was like, um, I'm not in the mood. And for some reason it just, I said, yes, and, and I got dressed up and I put on my cowboy hat and I was inspired by Brett Michaels and and I thought I want to blossom. So we were blossoming Clint on our first happy hour. Clint and Blossom were born. <laughs> <laughs> we love oh, that's so funny. Um, and Jack, uh, we did Jack, Jack Sparrow and the Wendy Poo. Wendy Poo. Happy hour. Um, so that's definitely having fun. But we also, pre COVID, we used to like to travel and hike and spend time with our friends socializing, going to movies and trying new restaurants and so we've had to be a little bit more creative. More creative, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean that's really I think the mm-hmm. I think one of the one of the things that come out of one of the best things that come out of last year is that really understanding that uh you, you gotta be creative, think outside the box and keep going, keep trying stuff to persist. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, if things don't don't work out you have to try something else. And because it is, like you said, this is very challenging times. And um, big word also of last year is pivot. Pivot. Yeah. Oh my so God! Have to learn to I'm pivot. so proud of myself that I've <laughs> been able to incorporate that, because clearly, getting a cat is a pivot for me. It's like what? <laughs> um, That's right. Wait, wait, wait. What does that mean? Don't leave the door open. Hello, because Miss Kitty here. <laughs> Um, she's an inside cat, and I'm, now I'm talking to all these different people going, God, she sleeps all day. What? Wait a minute. Wait, <laughs> yeah. your, your cat sleeps all day too? Uh, oh, I didn't know cat slept all day. Yeah. She's sleeping right now. I mean, what could possibly have exhausted her? <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny. Who could sleep all day? Right, and then oh. wakes you up at 4 a.m.? Uh, how did yeah, you know? Were you here right. for that? Oh, my God. And you know something? She's so sweet. So, right, so it's, you know, she's on the bed. I, I, I'm. That's part of the reason I got her. You know, I'm watching the Clipper game at night, and she's on the bed, and I'm on the bed, and life's great. But at <laughs> 3 in the morning when she's starting to walk on me on the bed, and then she puts out her <laughs> right paw on my chin, and she's meowing, I'm going, I don't understand me yet. What does that mean? I don't think I'm supposed to feed you. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's dark. Do you remember where the litter box is? 
Oh, my God. My daughter said, Mom, you do know that cats can see in the dark, don't you? Yes, yeah. you do. They do, Julie? Oh, God, Mom, really? Did You really didn't know that? Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't have a litter box for the first three cats. I didn't know. She said, you know, their nose also works. They can sniff. I know, but, but, the, but the litter box is in the bathroom, and the bathroom is really dark. She said, trust me. I said, okay. <laughs> so she was right. Um, but, you know, it, it is, it's an interesting time we live in, and if we don't keep these times of uncertainty, which is not the favorite word for any of us, with some joy in it, yeah. with some balance in it, which is why I love doing this every week. I love doing this every week for the very reason that everyone has their story. And sure, sometimes my anecdotal conversations with my guests become more personal. There's a lot of personal things that we have in common, starting with San Jose State, you know, and being mm-hmm. in Rotary together. But I just think that what you guys do and what you offer to your clients is sensational. And, you know, if somebody's thinking about, you know, just starting their business and wondering where to start and where to go, well, they can go to glensdesigns.com and they can, they can, they can talk with you and figure that out. And, and I know you'd be more than happy, ha- happy to help them. So, I just want to say Absolutely. thank you so very much for enhancing my Monday, making it be a pleasure as always to to share the stories with my guests and and to just thank you both for joining me today. It's just been terrific. Well, well thank, oh, thank you, you so much, Marsha. Really, it, it's been an honor and a privilege, and we really appreciate it and your time. And this was a lot of fun. I really. Uh, a lot of fun just just, just chatting with you. (laughs) Absolutely, because you know I was born to talk. And for those of you that are listening (laughs) to this, and you've made it all the way to the end of this show because you were listening to it via my website, which is borntotalkradioshow.com, please know that if you are somebody that loves podcasts, whether you have an iPhone with iTunes or you have an Android with Google Play, I am on every single podcast um, there is, whether it's Spotify, iHeart, iTunes, I mean, uh, all of those, all of those apps all carry, all carry the Born to Talk radio show and you just subscribe to it and then you can listen at your convenience because I look forward to having as many people hearing the great stories of my guests every week. It, it's just, it just fills my cup. It just fills me up. It makes me grateful and if you want to be a guest on my show or you have some questions about what it's like to be a podcaster, send me an email. It's pretty simple. Marsha, that's the M-A-R-S-H-A, Marsha, just so you know. And it's Marsha at borntotalkradio.com. So I look Yay. forward to having you join me again. Once again, I'd like to thank you guys very much for your time. I will let you get on to thank your you next too. meeting. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Bye for now, everybody. Thank you, Marsha. Thanks, Marsha. Bye-bye. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Kristen. Bye.